Hey, Pooch, don't make it bad. Take your fur balls and make a sweater. Remember to bury your food. <laughs> and I will scoop it out in the morning. <laughs> morning, 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 morning. Puka just gave me the dirtiest look a cat has ever given me. That was that was brutal, Puka. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Paul. How you do? Good. Do yeah, good. I, I, good. You do good? I do good. We are back. We got cats. We got, well, we got us and cats. That's I'm what we got. I'm kind of bookshelved. <laughs> you certainly are. Uh, so we're going to have some some little trivial fun today. Uh, any news exciting in your trivial world um i feel like we both had exciting tuesdays we had very interesting tuesdays you should tell the story so uh you know you keep your phones away during quizzes that's that's just kind of a a thing so uh (laughs) the uh, audio round comes up and there's a team sitting right right next to where i'm sitting in the bar and the audio round comes out. First song, they look stumped. Second song, they look stumped. So by the third song, the phones come out. <laughs> and it's not even trying to hide it on the lap or anything like that. It's just we've got uh, one person with Shazam and one person with Siri just just looking up stuff and then and then writing it down. And it's the teams around don't seem to notice but i'm just kind of keep cruising by them and looking down at their phones and there is absolutely no shame to what they're doing <laughs> at all they're just got it right out there as if that's just what you do is the first time you've seen them yes okay. they were they were first time players so and i then did like right before we did the recap of the audio round i did the friendly reminder of hey you know if you're playing the game put away your phones and then they just proceeded to keep their phones out wow so luckily they also weren't very good at paying attention to directions because they only wrote down the artist's names they didn't write down any of the titles <laughs> so where they could have gotten 20 points they only got 10 so they lost. But they got all 10 of them? Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't win any prizes, so I didn't make a big deal out of it yeah. after that. Uh, if they had placed in any way, I would have figured out a way to make them not win. Was there a moment where they realized 
that they were supposed to put their titles to. Uh, and yeah, they were like, oh. Yeah, as we were reading out the answers. <laughs> and, you know, for those of you who have never played our game, if you're listening out there in the world and have never played the Quiz Fix way, we have PowerPoint uh, up on the TV, and it says one-point title, one-point artist right at the beginning of the thing. <laughs> and I say it maybe five or six times yeah. during the course of that round. Uh-huh. Uh, but they were a little busy looking at their phones <laughs> to pay attention to the rules. They were too busy breaking, <laughs> breaking the, rules the rules to pay to, attention to yeah. the rules. Yeah. So um that's so funny. The the thing that I always think about now is some 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 hosts make a big deal out of it. I don't make a huge deal out of it. I just make sure they don't win a prize. Yeah. Cuz I want to make sure they drink and eat as if they think they're going to win something. <laughs> and then not. And then not and then have to pay their bill. And then the bar gets money and then everybody's happy. Yeah. So uh, how about you? How was your Tuesday? Um there was somebody there. Yeah. And she had been there once before, and we exchanged numbers. And then I never heard from her after that. Okay. But then she texted me on Tuesday, like, what time does trivia start? And I was like, 7.30. She's like, I'll see you there. She's like, beyond wasted. Okay. But also, like, you can tell, like, it's not just drunk. Like, there's a little bit of crazy going on there, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, yelling my name out. And I'd be like, what? And then she'd have, like, nothing. (laughs) And it's like, don't scream out my name for no reason. Like, I don't know. It was very anxiety-inducing having someone yell my name out and then having nothing, no reason for it. Uh, Sure, yeah. And... And she was like sitting with Andy's team and like saying weird things that I heard about later that I'm not going to repeat because it was way weird. Interesting. And then her boyfriend showed up and brought his own hot sauce to the bar. (laughs) And our friend who was sitting on Andy's team didn't realize that this was some special hot sauce. He was just putting hot sauce from the table on his taco. And he was putting, like, the normal amount that he usually puts on his tacos mm-hmm. and then, like, almost dies because it's super hot, crazy hot sauce and sure. he didn't realize it. Oh, no. I actually gave him a nosebleed. Wow. <laughs> and then, and then um, he left and came back later to grab his hot sauce. And I think that's when they realized it was his they didn't even know and then she left with another guy (laughs) (laughs) your night had levels that was crazy nosebleeds and hot sauces and monica tourette's and and then see a boy one going home with boy two It was pretty weird. I guess if you can't, uh, if you're not great at trivia, at least make your night entertaining for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And terrifying for the people around you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, at least everybody now has stories to tell. Mm-hmm. That was thanks. Thanks everybody for making our, our nights interesting. <laughs> uh, here's some other interesting things happening. Uh, this is probably going to be one of two of our last uh, podcasts of the year. 
as we get closer to holiday season. We'll have one out uh, this one and then the next week. And then it might get a little spotty until the beginning of the year. So keep uh, keep keep downloading, keep an eye out, but you may not see one after the next couple of weeks due to, you know, holiday things. Life. Life happens. Um, but we do want to remind everybody, especially people in the Seattle-Tacoma area, we do have our office boss level quiz coming up on Sunday, December 30th at the Skylark. All ages, cash buy-in, cash prizes, all about the office, starting to put that quiz together and having a whale of a time. It's hard, though, because I start looking at YouTube clips of The Office, and then I realize that I need to be writing questions and not just watching <laughs> funny clips from The Office. Have you been having it on in the background while you're doing it? No, no. I've really just been kind of like, I'll, I'll take, a, take a moment out of, of writing other quizzes and to be like, okay, I want to like get some ideas. So, uh, but you know, people that I, you sometimes I'll ask people about ideas for stuff like that. I can't ask anybody because most everybody that I know is coming to this quiz. <laughs> so I can't be like, here, let me ask you what we should put on there. Cause they'll be yeah. like, oh, here's what I know. I would totally help, but I want to play. Oh yeah. I want you to play. And I'm Andy excited. Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Uh, and then, of course, the tournament, our next one, is starting on January 7th, also at the Skylark. That'll be the first night. Uh, you can go to our website, quizfix.net, and see uh, past tournament stuff. And pretty soon we'll have uh, the details of the new tournament coming up very soon. So lots of stuff going to be happening over the next month. It's going to be a lot of fun playing quizzes up here in the Seattle area. And I hope everybody out there who's not in the Seattle area is having fun playing their pub quizzes out there during the holiday season. Yeah, we're going to go play. Yeah, we're going to go play after this, which means we should probably just get this thing going. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Let me For lightning round. Explosion. I almost said number one, but there is only one. <laughs> hey, why don't you give us a little baby Habs update? Okay, I will. Habs it up. So there was a game on Tuesday. And before that, their last seven games, they had only won one of them. Oh, Habs. So I watched the one on Tuesday before trivia, and they won. Oh, Habs. And then they played again, and they won that one too. Oh, my. They won two in a row. It can't be stopped. Yeah. Great. Did I mention that I'm going to... So I'm going to go to a game in March. Oh. So we were trying to find one that we could go to. Last year, we went to the Vegas one. Right. This year, the Vegas game is like two days before Christmas, so oh. it's impossible. Yeah. But in March, they are playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh. So we're going to go to Ohio in March and... 
see the hockey game and see my family and stuff. Oh, how fun is that? And we don't have to get a hotel room. That's great. <laughs> that is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. And you must be excited that they announced that Seattle's going to get an NHL franchise. I am excited that's, about that. I know that. it's still a few years away, but uh, but yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. What do you think the name should be? Well, uh, for those people uh, who know a little Seattle history, the Metropolitans. That's what I think, too. Were the original team here and were the winners of the first Stanley Cup. Yes. I think with that sort of heritage, you have to do the Metropolitans. I think they should. I think it's classy. They can be the Metros if they need to uh, shorten it up just for fun, like they used to do with the Seattle Supersonics. Make a long name and then shorten it up for, you know... Call yourself the Politans or the Polys. The Polys. <laughs> yeah, name it after me for God's sakes. <laughs> All right. Let's do the lightning round. Let's. Okay. I had to get a Habs in there because people ask. Uh, <laughs> here's a place where uh, Monica and I ask each other questions. What's your round for me this week? It's about toys. Oh, yay. I love toys. <laughs> uh, yours is about beer. Oh, yay. I love beer. Specifically for you, uh, words on beer labels. Okay. I don't think I'm going to do very well. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Here we go with today's lightning round. Question number one for you is true or false? True or false, there have been more Lego minifigures made than there are people currently on Earth. <laughs> oh my. Those little minifigs. Oh. I want it to be true, so let's say it's true. It's false. Okay, good. But there are a lot. Yeah. There's like four billion. Yeah. And but there's like seven and a half billion people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll read you uh, words off of a beer label. You tell me the beer. Okay. Number one, brewed in Holland, premium quality. Mm, I want to say Stella, but I think that's French. I'm gonna say it anyway. Yeah, Stella is a uh, Belgian. Belgian. Oh. Uh, that's Heineken. Oh, if, I always forget about that one. Yeah, if you go to Amsterdam, there's a big Heineken brewery touring sort of thing you I can do there. I did not know that's yeah, where it was. That's where you get your green beer. I knew I was going to be bad at this one. Well, that's, that was a, maybe a harder one. Okay. We'll good. see if they go get a little easier. Number two, what mythology-based action-adventure video game just won this year's Game Awards Game of the Year? Oh boy, I'm not going to know. Greek mythology? Or did you just say mythology? Just mythology-based. Is it Thor? No. Okay. It's God of War. Oh yeah, I would not have gotten that. They did make a really bad movie. No, I'm thinking of something else now. They no. did make a bad movie. Did they make a bad movie out of this? I think so. Okay. They usually do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember they made one out of World of Warcraft that looked completely dreadful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay, here's number two for you. La Cerveza Masfina. Is that Corona? That is Corona. Okay. There you go. Number three. In 2017... 
toy company Hasbro successfully patented what smell? Is it the smell of Play-Doh? Yes, it is. Here's how they described it. A sweet, slightly musky vanilla fragrance with slight overtones of cherry, combined with the smell of a salted wheat-based dough. <laughs> and, and children's hands. <laughs> dirty yeah, hands. Dirty hands. Yeah. I, I, I did a round not too long ago, and I'm kind of still obsessed with it, and I might do it again, of trademarked sounds and smells and colors. Because there's so many companies that like... Like the Verizon, uh, or was the T-Mobile Magenta is now trademarked. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very strange stuff. Uh, question number three for you. The champagne of beers. Miller High Life. That is right. We are back in the high life again. <laughs> That's one of my favorite beers. I love a cold Miller High Life on a really hot day. Mm-hmm. There is nothing better than that ice cold beer. If you're going to go cheap, like, it's the best. Yeah. Number four. Children's television shows whose sole purpose is to sell toys, like Care Bears, Mm -hmm. have what president to thank for their existence as he signed the Federal Trade Commission Improvement Act, which deregulated children's advertising? Well, when when you say deregulation... I think Ronald Reagan. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of his thing. Yeah, that's when it went from like the 70s where almost everything educational had to, or everything children's television had to have an educational bent mm-hmm. to Transformers and G.I. Joe <laughs> and <laughs> GoBots and Strawberry Shortcake. And yeah, let's sell some things. Uh, question, what am I on? Four? Yes. I am on four. Uh, we know of no other brand produced by any other brewer which costs so much to brew and age. That says it on the label? That's just part of what it says on the label. This one has lots on the label. We know of no other brand produced by any other brewer which costs so much to brew and age. Is it Guinness? It is not. It is Budweiser. That King of Beers label... There is all, there's like oh, a whole yeah. paragraph of crap on there. Yeah. They just want you to know that that's just the best beer ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. whole paragraph of lies. <laughs> um, last one for you. And it's possible two-pointer. Ooh, I like it. What doll first made in 1985 is said to have inspired the design for Chucky, the evil doll from Child's Play? Mm. Oh, this is two points? Well, this is the first point, and oh. then after you answer it, you get another one. Oh, is it that? Oh, my God. Is it Buddy? More specific. Well, the, the theme song went... My buddy. It's called My Buddy. My buddy. Wherever he goes, I go. My buddy. My buddy. I carry him around like a little guy. My buddy and and me. (laughs) Yeah, it's my buddy. My buddy. Okay. And for the extra point, do you remember the name of the girl version of the doll? Oh, right. Oh, 
see at, at this point in my life I had not yet smashed the patriarchy so I don't remember the girls parts of things <laughs> uh, my Betty no my Brenda it's not mine my god what is it <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it it's kid sister oh man <laughs> You're just gonna. It just makes me think of um, uh, the super ego. Buckaroo buddy, buckaroo buddy. And uh, my little. No, it was a. There was a doll one, like my baby. Something. My baby dreamer. My baby dreamer. That was that. <laughs> well, there's the second one they do is uh, my baby dreamer, buckaroo buddy. I don't remember buckaroo buddy. Guys, super ego came back this week. Is Did that you know the this? new one now? The, there's there's two new episodes on mm. uh, uh, on Stitcher, so go listen to your super ego. It's nice. pretty damn good. I can't believe they brought it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, go listen to super, <laughs> go, go listen to super ego, guys. Um. Uh. Okay. Oh, your last one. Yeah. Here we go. Last one for you. Number five. The taste. Of Jamaica. Red stripe? Red stripe it yes. is. Well done. Tastes just like Jamaica. Mm. <laughs> I've been to Jamaica. Yeah. I don't really want to taste no, it. No, you don't want to taste Jamaica. Uh, all right. Here you got one. You got two. You got three. You got... Wait a second. I got three. You got three. You also got three. Yay! We're equal. We're equal in everything. Until the audio round. That's right. All right, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That was your lightning round. Yeah, you said it right. It is now time for your game prep. These are the questions you might get asked at your quizzes this week. And I'll tell you right now, if you're playing one of our quizzes, probably. 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 More than likely. Probably, probably. Here we go. December 10th, 1768. The first section of the Encyclopedia Britannica is published in Edinburgh, Scotland. Edited by a 28-year-old named... William Smelly. Oh, what an unfortunate name. S-M-E-L-L-I-E. Uh, Smelly admitted borrowing articles written by Voltaire and Benjamin Franklin, among others. But the uh, encyclopedia is the first English language reference book of its kind. I guess there was a French encyclopedia just called Cyclopedia. I don't know what the E-N, maybe the E-N means English or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. Some odd entries in the first edition. Homo sapiens are divided into five categories. The American, (laughs) the European, the Asiatic, the African, and the monstrous. The monstrous. (laughs) I love that. 
That's like, what the hell does that mean? Well, first of all, the monstrous has its own continent, apparently, because it's not anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. It's not anywhere else. Maybe it's Australians. Oh, yeah, because the Australians aren't on there. <laughs> They're just the monstrous. In fact, I think I remember reading that Australia and New Zealand doesn't really get a mention in this uh, in this encyclopedia because nobody quite knew what it was yet, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> 82 years before its statehood, California has an entry as a West Indies Peninsula. And Smelly spelled it with two L's. Well, and I just figured that he has two L's in his name. And he just felt like that was just kind of his own little personal stamp on on California. So he called it California? It had a name. They, they knew of California at that point. But how they knew of California, I'm not really sure. Hmm. Also, vermicelli noodles are described as an aphrodisiac. I guess they were new to England. Like pasta was kind of a, getting to be a new thing, and people thought, I don't know why they thought it was an aphrodisiac. Are there any foods that actually are? Or do people just say that? I, th- I think there has been some, like minor properties of foods that could be considered stimulating like alcohol and pizza and chocolate usually are pretty good <laughs> whatever comes after the big bong hit you took <laughs> is probably good no, I really don't know I, I don't know because they say like oysters yeah I've but... heard that one I mean, do you also get excited when you eat your own snot? <laughs> oysters. Are you asking me? <laughs> oysters are gross. They're, they're delicious. And they're an aphrodisiac, I've heard. Um, well, and there was that point where it seemed like there was a lot of foods that were just like phallic that they were like, this is, this has got to be an aphrodisiac, huh? Cucumber, huh? Hey, hey, see what it is? See this? So it's, I, a, <laughs> it's an aphrodisiac, but not when you eat it. <laughs> oh, no. December 11th. <laughs> we're moving on. December 11th. Happy International Mountain Day. Happy birthday, mountains. <laughs> Unlike some of these national international days we talk about, this one has some official DNA. The United Nations declared December 11th International Mountain Day in 2003 to raise awareness of the importance of mountains and how climate, hunger, and migration are affecting mountain communities. Mm. Yeah. 22% of the world's surface is made up of mountains. That's right. The five countries with the most prominent mountain peaks. Hmm, five countries? Five points, maybe? <laughs> Which one's the monstrous? <laughs> China, Indonesia, the United States, Argentina, and monstrous Canada. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> <laughs> December 12th, 2000. Supreme Court issues a 5-4 ruling in the case B- Bush v. Gore, deciding that Florida could not extend their recount of votes past the original deadline as outlawed in Florida state law. Although he was still allowed to challenge the vote count at the state level, 
Al Gore declined to do so, giving George W. Bush the presidency. The Supreme Court's ruling centered around the 14th Amendment and its Equal Protection Clause. They decided that further recounts would be violating Bush's protection under Florida's current voting laws. Yeah, so their idea was that if it's if if that's if that's the law on the books, then you have to follow the law, even if the law is bad. You have to change it through other measures. So they couldn't over overrule a uh, a state law. That's so weird that voting laws helped a Republican because that never happened. <laughs> that's very topical. Some stuff. <laughs> Thank you. December 13th, 1925. Happy birthday, Richard Wayne Van Dyke. Better known by his nickname, Dick. After winning a Tony for only his second Broadway show in 1960's Bye Bye Birdie, Van Dyke got his own sitcom, The Dick Van Dyke Show, in 1991. His second movie role was in Mary Poppins as Bertha Chimney Sweep. And he is rumored to be in the newest Mary Poppins movie coming out later this year. I just learned that yeah. because of that Mary Poppins round you wrote. I enjoyed writing that Mary Poppins round. Also, I feel like there's a song in Bye Bye Birdie that goes, Bye Bye Birdie, Birdie Bye Bye. <laughs> there's something like that in that, in that musical. Is it? Yeah. I thought that was another a different song. Bye bye baby, baby, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. But, but some, is that in the movie? There's something in that musical. I did that musical in high school, so I I don't remember. I did was not. And the you big, don't remember every single song in it? I Paul. don't. I remember <laughs> put on a happy face. Bright eyes gonna clear up. Oh, put that's on a happy from that. Face. Yep, that was Dick Van Dyke's big his big song number in mm. that. And then he got to dance with some penguins. <laughs> that can't be bad. And, and, and put on maybe the worst Cockney accent. Oh, in yeah. the, Life's a jolly all the day with Mary. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> you think my Paul McCartney impression is bad. That's, <laughs> Actually, that was better. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was an impression of a bad impression. That's true. In 2017, 92-year-old Van Dyke appeared in If You're Not in the obit eat breakfast a documentary about living into your 90s the film featured other non nonagenarians sure as mel brooks betty white and carl reiner who cast dick van dyke in his first sitcom and they're all over 90 and still doing it dang yeah Earlier this month, after TV host Piers Morgan tweeted in this PC craze era, Dick Van Dyke would have to change his name to Richard Van Non-Binary Gender Fluid. Van Dyke responded on Twitter with a single photo of himself as his diagnosis murder character Mark Sloan rolling his eyes. Have you seen that? No. It is great. <laughs> yeah, Piers Morgan's like, oh, this PC crazy world. He would have to change his name to Richard Van Non-Binary Gender Fluid. Pause for laughter. And Dick Van Dyke <laughs> just sent one picture of just him as, as the doctor. Just like, oh. <laughs> just You could just hear the, the exasperation. It was great. That's not even a good joke. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's Piers Morgan, which you can't explain. I don't know who that is. He's a British talk show he host. sounds British. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of gone crazy conservative-y. 
Weirdo. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, December 14th, happy monkey day. Would you buy me a monkey if you had a million dollars? Yes. Oh, that's the first time you said yes. Well, <laughs> that's not the question in the oh, song. Oh, haven't question... you always wanted a monkey? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you do say that you'll buy me one. I'll buy you one. But you you don't agree that nope. you've always wanted one. <laughs> nope, no monkey. All right, what's monkey day? Well, it began as a joke between two Michigan State University art students in 2000. And now monkey day is celebrated worldwide with events at zoos and museums highlighting all things simian. Both of the art students, Casey Sorrow and Eric Milliken, are still involved with Monkey Day. Sorrow keeps a blog of monkey and primate-related news, and Milliken, a Pulitzer Prize-winning artist, creates monkey-related art pieces for Monkey Day. Yeah. So they just they kind of scribbled it on a calendar, just like, hey, happy Monkey Day, ha, ha, ha. And then they kind of got into the idea of, of raising awareness for, for, uh, for preserving uh, primates. And they've kept it going all this time. Is this why Fremont has the monkey lights? It certainly could be. I've always wondered why they had the monkey lights. Yeah. And they come out around this time. Yeah, there you go. In 2005, aware of the holiday's fifth anniversary, Peter Jackson released his version of King Kong on Monkey Day. Yeah, yeah, they got a big one that year. So yeah, they'll do they'll make postcards and 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 web comics and all this stuff. And now like the Smithsonian and uh, a bunch of zoos will do events on Monkey Day. It's a it's a cool thing. That's just, so sweet. That it started off as just kind of a little hey, happy Monkey Day, ha ha ha, and then it became <laughs> like this worldwide thing. That's pretty incredible. Is there a significance to the date? No, I think it's just the day that they, they decided to uh, to to say Happy Monkey Day. So I like it. So celebrate Monkey Day on Friday, everybody. Oh, and also it's my sister's birthday. Those two things aren't related. Is your sister a monkey? That was game prep, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is time for the audio round challenge, and today is the last day of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah! I hope everybody had a good Hanukkah. And uh, Monica had a great Hanukkah. (laughs) Why didn't I see that rhyme coming? (laughs) I'm ashamed. Uh, So we have put together a uh, a little music round challenge. On uh, musicians with Jewish heritage, uh, 
there are a lot. This was good because yeah. there was a wide range, and in almost every kind of genre you could find. Yeah, there was. It lots. was really cool. Um, now I only did five. I only did five. Okay, so if we have duplicates, we'll just call it a good. Okay. So, but I'll be surprised if we have duplicates. Um, do you want to go first or second? Maybe sec- we'll have a duplicate artist, but not the same song. Right, right. You go first. Okay, here we go with today's audio round challenge. Number one. Is that the Beastie Boys? That is the Beastie Boys. I don't know what the song is. Okay. Uh, the song's called Sure Shot. And, uh, yeah. Sure it is. Sure Shot. I just finished listening to the Beastie Boys audiobook. It is fantastic. If you have any interest in the Beastie Boys, it is great. It's the two of them, the two remaining members... Uh, telling their story, and then they employ a bunch of actors and other musicians to tell parts of their story, too. And it's very entertaining. And then they'll cut in on each other's stories to tell them, tell each other, like, what really happened. So there's, <laughs> like, corrections throughout the thing. It's really, if you, I, I hear the I hear the, the book itself is pretty amazing, too. It's like a big coffee table type book. But if you're an audio round, or if you're an audio book person, I would definitely recommend that. And that is the second time you've recommended it on the podcast. Is it really? Yeah. So I'll, I'll do it next. Everybody definitely has I'll, to listen to maybe it. Maybe I'll just cut that part out. <laughs> I like it. Uh, that song is a sure shot by the Beastie Boys and nothing else. <laughs> it's a pretty good audiobook. All right, everybody. You ready for your first one? <laughs> I am. Okay. Did I get ya? I think you got me on this one. Uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say who I think it is, but this becomes an interesting thing because I don't think this I don't think this person's Jewish, but I could be wrong. So I'm gonna say is it Annie Lennox? No. Okay. It's Adam Lambert. Oh wow! I haven't. I don't think I've ever really listened to Adam Lambert's voice. No? Yeah. Well, if you heard the chorus, you might recognize that song. Yeah. It's called, What Do You Want From Me? Hmm. Yeah. No, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> That's a, well, you would yeah. because he says, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, you're right. Right. Okay. You would have gotten Lambert. it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's a really cool voice, but man, it just sounded, it's it, it did not sound... Sound like Andy Lennox to me. Maybe uh, she, maybe he could do some rhythmics covers. He That'd probably did because he was good. on American Idol and you right, right. sing everybody else's song. Did he win his American Idol? I think Idol? he did win. Yeah. 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 And that was like his first that hit was like from the, his first yeah, album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They always have like one huge hit coming off of uh coming off the win. Yeah. And then after that it's hit and miss. 
Some people are Kelly Clarkson. Some people are Clay Aiken. Uh, all right. Kelly, duh. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> uh, here we go with your next one. No crisis arises. My life goes along as it should. It's all very nice, but not very good. Very Manila. Yes. What is the name of it? I always forget the name of it. I ask you to sing it, and I'm right. like, my favorite one, you know. <laughs> is it Ready to Take a Chance Again? That is right. Ready okay. to Take a Chance Again. I didn't know if the whole yeah, thing the was whole, in the title. It's a okay, big, good. long title. Good job. Yes. Yeah, this is the one that Monica asked me to sing at karaoke. I love that song. <laughs> it's and a you great do song. it so good. It's a great song. Oh, Barry Manilow songs are great to sing because you just get to belt that crap out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no subtlety. It's just like one There's gear. no jolts, no surprises. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two for you. Valentine's that never came whose names were never called when choosing sides for basketball the song is called at 17 that's right and the artist is janice ian yes yes she had two big hits she had that song in the 70s and then in the 60s she had a song called society's child and then that was kind of her two big pop hits. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's still around. I think she's still doing like folk festivals and things like that. She plays those two songs and then she's out of there. <laughs> and then she covers, mostly covers Prince songs. Other than that, that's what she does. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. She's, but let's make sure, let's make it up. Jungle Love at the beginning <laughs> and the end. At um, 17 uh, and some Prince covers. <laughs> Jungle love, oh we oh we oh. I like it. Do not walk on my computer. Go that way. Yeah, there's a perfectly way, good way to get down from there. Oh, pook. Let's take a pook a moment. We're taking a pook. pook what a do moment. you need? Pooks. We sang a song for you at the beginning. We've done everything for you, pooks. The least you could do. Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get. Why'd you do that? <laughs> what did I ever do to you? I was trying to go that way, and I had to think about it for ten minutes before <laughs> I moved. My my brain is the size of a fully ripened bean. <laughs> fully ripened. At least it's fully ripened. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's it's at its largest size. The beans fully ripen. <laughs> my life will go. <laughs> We're singing a lot on this one. I like it. All right, here's your next song. heard that song kind of sounded familiar yeah it was a 90s hit i don't know what it is mm. the song's called is it annie lennox it's not annie lennox <laughs> it's adam lambert uh no it's not, the song's called connection and it's by a band called elastica okay. whose lead singer justine frischman is uh from uh from a jewish family 
So I love that song. It's such a weird angular throwback 80s song. And it used to get airplayed like all the time in the 90s. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. But I've never heard of them. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Hooray! Hooray for not knowing. Number three. It's a little short clip. (laughs) (laughs) I almost put down something from Tenacious D for you. That's Tenacious D. Yeah. And that is Wonder Boy. Right. Wonder Boy. I love that first Tenacious D album. Isn't it so good? It's it's one of those, like, it didn't have to be that good. It could have been just funny and silly, mm-hmm. but the musicianship on it is really good, and the songs are hilarious. So that's just, that is a great album. I actually saw them in concert when they toured after oh, that yeah? album. That would have been fun. They toured with Weezer. Oh, my God. It was great. That would have been a cool double <laughs> bill. Really that good. would have been cool. Uh, all right, here's your next one. It's called Blitzkrieg Bop. That is right. Is that the Clash? Oh, no. No, the It's Ramones. the Ramones. Yeah. Wow, I thought you were going to go Ramones and then maybe not know the title. No, I know the title because I know it's not Hey Ho, Let's Go. Right, right, right. Blitzkrieg Bop. Yeah. Shit. There's a great... get them mixed up. There's a great... uh, When I was doing research on this, apparently there's a great book uh, that uh, was recommended out there. And I don't remember the title, but it was about Jewish punk roots the roots of punk music in oh, jewish okay. communities mm-hmm. like and they talk about like fat mike from no oh, effects yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they the uh, beastie boys get mentioned in there it's very interesting but yeah the ramones were were that new york scene uh if you ever wanted like and i know it's hard with joey ramones accent but if you want to differentiate the clash definitely heavy british accent and if it doesn't have the heavy british accent go ramones Okay. If those are the two you can't you can't choose from. Uh I just right. spoke before I thought. That's all right. You got the you got the title, which I thought would I be did. the harder thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, cat. We have uh the one so one cat cannot not be <laughs> in our way. The other cat might be in a coma. <laughs> She is out. Yeah, she's out and has no idea what's going on. However, Puka might need, like... Punched out. (laughs) (laughs) The Quizmix podcast does not condone the punching of animals. Except except for Puka. (laughs) Puka punch. No, you know what your punishment is? You have to squeak into the mic. Yeah. Well, that woke, that woke murder face up. Hey, Puka, can I ask you a question? Um, do you... Oh, okay. All right, never mind. That was a no. <laughs> Whose turn is it? I think it's your turn. Okay. Oh, hello. Oh, now we woke up murder face. Sorry, murder face. Go back to coma. Uh, this is number four. Okay. 
Well, the singer is definitely David Lee Roth. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the song, he had his solo career, and man, I can't remember. Let's see if I can come up with one title from his solo career. All right, well, the only song that I can remember he did that was a hit of his own was called, um, there was one called Skyscraper. So I'm going to go with Skyscraper. It is not. Okay. It is called Yankee Rose. Yankee Rose. Okay. And it is just awful. Oh, yeah. Because he like left Van Halen was like, I can be a star on my own. And Well, then- apparently that first album that he put out was like really successful. It was because everybody was like, oh, Diamond Dave. We love Diamond Dave. But then he just tried to sound like, uh, besides his covers of like California Girls and just a gigolo the rest of the stuff was just like well i'm not in van halen anymore but let me make the music sound kind of like van halen but kind of like a bad cover band's version of van halen (laughs) yeah it wasn't i also read that he did lounge songs oh yeah he was like if you think of like just a gigolo that he does he had that sort of voice where he could be like kind of suave and and cheesy (laughs) <laughs> um, that was kind of the fun thing about Van Halen is like a really good rock band. And then they had this dorky cheesy guy as the singer. And that was always kind of fun. Cause he always wanted to be sort of loungy and, and cheesy. And the rest of the band was trying to be hard rocking. So he had to make that weird squeaky noise. That <laughs> yeah. That's all over. I wonder if the first sound engineer was like, um, I got to change microphones. We're getting sort of a squeak out of this one. <laughs> and he's just like, no, 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 that's just me. That's just, that's what I'm doing. It's like, really? All right. <laughs> Millions of dollars later. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I guess I was wrong, Mr. Roth. <laughs> Mr. Roth. <laughs> all right. Here is your. Roth Perot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your topical humor is great. It's kind of it's late. Good. It's good. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's your last one. Is that the name of it? Right after? Yep. It ain't over till it's there over. There you go. <laughs> I don't know who I that is, I led you right, right there. You don't know who that is? I've heard that song. Yeah. A it was, lot. It was his, I think it's still his biggest hit in the U.S. I don't know. That is Lenny Kravitz. <gasps> I should have just said it. <laughs> I didn't think he sounded like that. Yeah, he has that, that falsetto game in there. The only one I know is American Woman Oh, the cover, cover. yeah. Yeah. Fly away, I want to fly away, uh, and uh, are you gonna go my way? Oh, and yeah. other songs with the word way in it. There's lots of way songs. And my mama said, I should have just yeah. said the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, Lenny Kravitz. I was just so afraid of being wrong. Yeah, don't be afraid. I'm scared. No, 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 no. Shh, shh, shh. We'll get through this together. <laughs> Stop trying to hold my hand. No, I'm not. Just, just stop it. Just, it's not sweaty. Or I'm going to get those police back in here. All right. right, Back on my side. (laughs) This is your last one. Okay.
Okay, I'm going to go with who I think it sounds like. Annie Lennox. No. Um, <laughs> it's not always Annie Lennox. Uh, is that Lisa Loeb? Yes. Yeah. It's the way she pronounces things. She has this very particular enunciation. Uh, but I haven't, uh, besides the song Stay, I mm-hmm. don't know her other work. So I'll just take the artist and go home. That song is like i think she had like two other mild hits right and this one is called waiting for wednesday oh well never would have and that is the only 20 seconds of the song and she does not say (laughs) waiting for wednesday (laughs) like i was playing the song and she's like waiting for wednesday i'm like stop saying the title Somewhere in Los Angeles, Lisa Loeb is like, I, somebody's like getting mad at my my song that I wrote like 20 years ago. What the hell? I hope they're not putting this on a podcast. Because <laughs> I'm going to sue like I'm Taylor Swift. You sue everyone that I want to. Uh, all right. How'd we do? All right. You got one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. I got one, two, three, four, five. Wow. Just Why didn't I say Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz and Ramones, I think, would have put you over the top. Oh. Honestly, only that's only one point for the whole podcast that yeah. I was under. I feel pretty good about that. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get ready to go and play some trivia ourselves. But before we do, tell everybody where you're at this week. Tuesday at Fitzgerald's in Ballard. You can get me Monday at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesday at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesdays at the Berliner in Renton. Thursdays at the 907. That's the local 907 in Renton. Also, Cat at the Bison Creek Pizza on Tuesdays in Burien. And Mookie and Jeff at... Murphy's in Wallingford Tuesdays and Thursdays. All these quizzes are free. Some of them are all ages. Son, there's lots of prizes. It's a lot of fun. Go check them out. And if you have any questions for us, quizfix at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're uh, downloading this on Apple Podcasts, why don't you just uh, click on that fifth star? And just give us that five star review. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. Just click on that five. Just, just click on it. Just do it now. Do it. Do it. Do what everybody else is. Well, nobody else is doing it, but you do it. Be the I, first. I did it. Did you? Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you. Well, it's nice of you to say so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. That's it for the podcast. Thanks a lot for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you in next week. Bye. Let's get trivial. Trivial. I wanna get trivial